Marissa says to me sometimes, your legs are getting bigger. No, bitch. They ain't getting bigger because I don't train no goddamn legs. I don't train legs. no goddamn legs. You're listening to the Glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. You're that CrossFit guy that bashes CrossFit. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, dude, I love your shit. Can I take a picture? What's going on, everybody? Robert Frank here with you. Glorious House of Games podcast, episode 238. I'm at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because there is a leaf in the middle of the table. Before I do all of my introductions, I want to give a big shout out to anybody who happens to be here listening to this episode of the Glorious House of Games podcast from... The Fresh and Fit podcast, uh, listeners of Fresh and Fit, if you guys have stumbled over to the Glorious House of Gains, I got a little something for you guys. All right, so welcome aboard. I hope you guys stick around and have a good time. But I am here at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because there's a leaf in the middle of the table. If I didn't say that already, to my left, we have... He's a little nerdy, a little flirty. Don't let him bang your girl, because she might go squirty, squirty. The Latin heartthrob, Alex. What's up, Alex? Que lo que mi gente? How are you doing today? Oh, damn, he threw some English in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, he threw some English in there. <laughs> Why are you speaking English, motherfucker? Oh, perdón. Uh, uh, perdón, perdón. That perdón. means pardon. Yes. Perdón, okay. Uh, how how are you, my friend? Good. Oh, feeling yeah, good. I'm doing really good. <laughs> I see. Un poquito encendido. We're good. Ooh, okay. Porquito. That means a little bit. What a does the other one mean? Encendido is like uh, like high. No. Well, <laughs> oh, a little sorry. bit. It Hold could on. be high. It could be tipsy. It can be just accelerated. Okay. Gotcha. Feeling good. To his left. <laughs> I feel like you need a sound effect. He's thick in the midsection. Don't let him bang your daughter because she'll need a C-section. Jacked man with the permanent tan. Ray Worldwide. What's up, Ray? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm finally starting to earn my name title back, man. It's been a minute, but everybody in the building, let's get it. Let's go. Yes, sir. I see you repping the uh, U.S. Air Force T. Guns are hugging the sleeves. Yeah, this is a large, too. You see me? Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. I did a little something different today. To his left, <laughs> she's a candle maker, a booty shaker. Bros better bring your A game, cause she ain't an orgasm faker. Oh yeah, the Harami mommy, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> What's up, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, Megan picked up a new nickname on our uh, during our travels. How did that even come about? <laughs> you want to get into it now? Uh, I mean, yeah, really, really quickly. So, so Megan and I were sitting at the Westin on the rooftop. It was a beautiful day, and we were just like really enjoying the vibe, having some drinks, eating appetizers. And she's got this thing where she's like, "Get on Omega with me." I've never done that before. Haram, exactly, exactly, funny, bro. She was on there for like maybe ten minutes, and there was like seven dicks, and I was like, "Megan, this ain't for me." Wait, what time was this? It was like dinner time, like. Five? Because I I used to go, when I worked with my old management company, they told me, they were like, listen, these Omegle videos are hitting right now. So go on Omegle and take your phone, go on Omegle on your MacBook, take your phone and record 
the conversation. Yeah. And you're going to get some good shit. Like, you're going to see some dicks. Yeah, you're going to see some fucking fat chicks. You're going to see some shit that you don't want to see. Yeah. But once you actually strike up a conversation with someone, it gets interesting. And those were hitting on TikTok at the time. This is when TikTok, I was still, like, pretty new on there. Um, but, yeah, when I would go live, it was, like, midnight East Coast time. So all you get are these dudes that got ski masks on. I saw more dicks in five minutes than I've seen in my whole life. And it's just, all it is, sometimes it's just a ceiling you'll see. You'll see a ceiling fan. That's when you know immediately. I'm like, like, no. I'm like, no. That's when I was like, haram. Black ceilings are haram. Haram. So she's just like, you know, would jump into a chat with somebody. And immediately we would know what was good. Like, it just seems suspect. And she was like, stop. No jerking off, haram. That's haram. So like, I was like, yo, you're just because like dudes were shooting their shots. She was dressed up real nice, and uh, dudes were like, oh hey, uh, hey, you're so beautiful. How you doing? And then my black ass would jump in there and be like, hey, and they'd be like, ah, like, ah, who's this guy? So she just kept just just giving people the strikeout, like next, 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 and haram. And I was like, yo, you. You're, I wasn't trying to I, mean I said anybody. you're like that. I said you're the Harama Mama or something like that. And then we'll be seeing you later but on that you day. You called me Harama. Yeah, I, Harama, Harama no, or something. He was addressing me like that seriously. He's like a oh, Harama. I'm like, you, yes, I, I was, was like, calling her Harama. Harama. That's what I was calling her. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. I mean, o- it, Omegle is not for me. Omegle is not, and and then she got banned from Omegle. <laughs> yes, you perv. Megan, can I? I'm about to air you out. I don't care. Megan was trying to sell Megan was soliciting feet. She was trying to negotiate <laughs> the way wages he emphasized to it. show her feet. No, somebody asked feet. You was about to get. A, you was about to get a hundred dollars though. Somebody asked me to see my feet. You were about said, to get how a, much? Yeah, no, you were like, "How you gonna pay me?" And the guy said, yeah. "Google something." You're like, You're "Okay." She passed. She was about to get a hundred dollars to show her feet. What were you gonna do? Wiggle your toes and shit? Like, were you gonna pull the fucking uh, the the little the cheese out between your toes yeah. and like rub we it together? Eating, we were eating salsa. We were eating salsa. I was gonna was pour some salsa sauce on her toes. Ew. High school. Let's go. God, some nasty oh, shit. mommy in the building. And, and then I and then I heard she got banned. Yeah. Yeah. How long and then she wanted me to go on my account and freaking with her foolery. Ray, go on. I want to make my hundred dollars. I want to show my toes. Yeah. No. Uh, it was only a day I got nasty. banned. Oh, you had a 24-hour ban? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's how it starts. And then, for and soliciting. then, listen, for someone who knows about getting banned and suspensions, 24 hours is, is usually the first strike. Next is 72, and then before you know it, you're, you're kicked off forever. You're going to have to get a new IP address and all the shits. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we we may get back into that later. Let's give the uh, Patreon fam some love because uh, yeah, without Patreon, we couldn't be doing this right now. We have some new members since last week's episode, which I apologize again. Last week, uh, last time that we did a show, we were all pumped up about the trip that we didn't even tell everybody that we weren't going to yeah, have a, a show last week. So I had to do a little impromptu. Hey guys, sorry that we don't have a real show, but it is coming and. That's what she said. Ferdian slip. Uh, yeah. Tim H., Bill Bowery, Garrett, Anavar Skywalker, Jeremy Kranz, like and that. Peter Molito are our new Patreon fam. Since our last week's show, thank you guys so much for hopping aboard. Patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank 615 is how you can join Patreon and be part of the live stream as we're live. You can... 
uh, have access to the playback of the live stream, the Ask the Bros mailbag, super uh, high discount codes, and all the other exclusive shit that we throw over on Patreon. Now let's get to the God Amongst Men. All right, we have a new God Amongst member here. We have Jeremy Kranz. Green Eggs and Trent, Handsome Martin, Sal Falcone, Christian Mobley, Alex Phillips, Wait Reaper, Vlad Mavis, Andrew Thompson, James, Wendy's Wonderful World. Welcome to the God Amongst hey. Men family. Uh, Drew Whalen, Brady Davis, Anthony Coniglione, Harry Pasco, Sam Hanna, Jakes Irvin, O'Keech. Welcome back to the God Amongst Men fam. D Tibbs, Ray M. Jr. Welcome back to the God Amongst Men fam. Vincent Baffert, Joe Arakawa, Corey Scherzer, and the one and only Spinner in the house. Is Spenny in the house? No, sir. He's not in the house. What else is now? All right. You know what that means. Megan, where do we go now? The elite. The the elite. The elite. Come on now. The elite. Mike Corsi, Numero Uno Biggins, Stephen Beck, Big Rob, Mo Mander, Ryan the Snell Falls, Matthew Michalowski, Corey Paulson, William Burns, TJ Anderson, Alpha Omega, Bill Burns, Chris M, James, Big John Nelson, AC Coppola, Damian McCoy, Eric Papadoc Perez, Cody Lawson, and Zach G, -G, -G, -G Unit in the house. Zach in the house? Zach is definitely in the house. What up, Zach? I just got a text from a weird number. Let me see what it is. You are so unprofessional. I am. <laughs> oh, no. This is about my my heart attack uh, <laughs> consultation that I had today. <laughs> yeah, last night I thought there was a knife being stuck in the middle of my chest. You are a ticking time bomb of you know seriously catastrophic no spenny's here i see spenny in the house and i see zach g in the house so oh spenny just be. jumped in yeah we he got heard you all the way out in the west coast saying that what else right. is what up I mean, spenny look at how i'm sweating right now bro this is not normal i have the house at 67 degrees yeah that's and i'm sweating like a whore in church there is, is nothing warm. normal about you i'm warm you're not warm i am are you yeah <clears throat> What? Megan's moist. Ew. <laughs> that is haram. Oh, yeah. All right. I have a couple things on my list. Listen, we had a big trip. The whole podcast crew were in Florida over the past week. Uh, we had a really good time together from the from what I remember and the times that I saw them. They spent a lot more time together than with me, but I made my appearances and my cameos from time to time. But before we get into that, I got to go over a few things first. As I said in the beginning of the show, if you guys are still here, anybody that is listening to this from the Fresh and Fit podcast, we welcome you aboard and we hope that you stick around. This guy is for you. We added 15 new items onto the sale rack on RobertFrank615.com. It's almost like a everything must go sale. It's almost like that. 
Almost, not really, but almost. So, guys, if you want to get $11 t-shirts, $14 joggers, and $19 hoodies, go to the sale rack on robertfrank615.com. I'm losing money on the fucking deal just to give you guys some good shit. And, again, steel supplement samples come with every order. If you are a Patreon member, you already know the passcode of what to do when you place the order so I could give you guys a free gift. You guys know all that. There's no discount codes that are going to be applied to those sale items because the shit's basically free anyway, and I'm, I'm taking it up the ass uh, as it is. So, you know, I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not willing to give uh, give you guys a discount code for that. But again, $11 tees, $14 joggers, $19 hoodies. Go to robertfrank615.com and get your shit. Are, um, em- are employees allowed to purchase that as well, sir? <laughs> When you say employees, my uh, my accountant might be listening. Who who are my employees? <laughs> who are my employees, Ray? Hang on a second. FBI, All right, I got I got your money, bitch. Hold on. All right, oh, here we go. Oh, you better. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I have I have a couple of things that I want to say before we get into our trip. Uh. I, I need to tell you guys a quick story. And I kind of gave Megan the heads up on this earlier today. And I promise you, you could start a countdown. This is going to be less than a minute. I want to tell you guys a story about Bobby Bon Jovi. Now, you guys are probably like, who the fuck is Bobby Bon Jovi? He's, he's nobody. He's not anybody that you guys would know. He's a local guy. When I used to manage a gym called Diesel Gym way, way back in the day. My first videos, if you guys remember the CrossFit trolling videos and some of the early videos, Robert Frank videos when I didn't have a beard, they were done in a gym called Diesel Gym, which I was the general manager of. I worked the 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. shift, Monday through Friday. There would be a guy that was in his mid-40s at the time, maybe late 40s at the time, that would come in every single day of the gym when I was working Somewhere between 2 and 2.45. Okay. Anywhere between 2 and 2.45. He would come in with a cut-off t-shirt, blue jeans, and work boots. He worked for the township. He was like one of the dudes that like, he was, you know, every town in, in the United States of America has people that work for the township. I don't know what the fuck they do, but whether they pick up fucking dead deers off the road or they do whatever the fuck they do. They mow the lawns of par- public parks, whatever. I don't know what the fuck he did. But he would come in every day between 2 and 2.30 or 2.30 and 3 o'clock. He would do a little 15, 20-minute workout, just bounce around from machine to machine, no rhyme or reason to what he was doing. But he was fucking jacked. And he was in a lot better shape than I was. And at the time, we would bust his balls because he would be out of the gym by 3. Whatever time he came, whether it was 2.30 on the dot or 2.45, by 3 o'clock, he was gone. You wouldn't see him. And he wouldn't do, and he didn't have a notepad. He didn't have a notebook. He didn't write down his sets. He would just hop around from machine to machine. I barely saw him do back. I never saw him do legs. All I saw him do was either chest, shoulders, and arms. And everyone in the gym would bust his balls. Oh, Bobby, you're here for your 20-minute workout. Oh, you're here for your... Dude, how do you fucking... What what the fuck do you do in 20 minutes, bro? Because this is when you're in the mindset that you got to be in the gym for three fucking hours and all this shit. Bobby Bon Jovi was way more jacked than I was, and I used to bust his balls. And the reason I bring this up is because one of the newer gyms that I go to, 
There's a gentleman in there that busts my balls every time I'm in there. And he says, oh, you're here for your 20-minute workout, Robert Frank. <laughs> he's got a little fucking Hitler mustache. And he wears these little booty shorts because he's a fucking homo power lifter. Probably shouldn't have said that out loud. He's a nice kid. He's a nice guy. He's very respectful. But he busts my balls all the time that I'm in and out in 20 minutes. The rule from here on out is... If someone looks fucking better than you, especially, dude, I just spent fucking four months in the fucking hospital, five surgeries. I've been back in the gym now for about eight weeks, and I look fucking better than you doing 20-minute workouts. How do you do your workouts? I do, I do chest, shoulders, and buys for four fucking hours. You look like shit, bro. You're fucking fat. And you walk around with these little fucking Daisy Duke fucking shorts because you do fucking legs like a fat. And oh, fuck. I'm going to have to edit that. Anyway, um, yeah. If Here's the rule if someone looks better than you, you can't make fun of their workout. Don't worry about what they're doing. Just like a dude driving a fucking Lambo, don't be the guy driving a Kia Rio saying, oh, but the gas mileage is fucked. Shut the fuck up! That's a new rule. Oh, shit. I'm sweating my ass off. Yes, I agree. I, so there's certain, there's certain things that, like you said, I don't understand. Is the super tight pants, the shoes off in the gym, and the little fucking, the little shorts, the little uh, 1980s basketball shorts or 1970s uh, NBA shorts. That, you know, yeah. show all of your thigh meat. <laughs> bro, I don't want to see your thigh meat, bro. Put some fucking pants on, yo. It looks silly. Right. I just, don't like it. It's very, it's just a lot of, it's very feminine, I, mean, I think, to me. <laughs> Alex wears them. Mine are like. Nah, his aren't like short, short. There's a difference between like being a little bit above the knee, but then shorts being on your thigh. The, like, the, new, thigh. the new cookie cutter thing, and <clears throat> I don't think you have. No, you don't have this. The new cookie cutter thing is having the tattoo on the thigh of the year you were born. Oh yeah, I really? seen so many of those. Yeah, that's like right that's above the new the like the 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 eighteen to twenty five year olds. So that's, that's what the I new see. Tribal they wear, tattoo, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. they wear the Daisy Duke shorts and they put their fucking birth date on their fucking thigh as a tattoo. Like you don't know what fucking year you were born. You fucking idiot. Why are you gay? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna abuse the shit out of that. That I added it to the soundboard. Um, all right. Alex, how was your Florida trip? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait, we bring the building. Let's get it. Let's go. It was good. Um, we had a lot to do, a lot to cover, uh, a lot of driving. Jesus Christ. Bro, you want to get into fuck, it? Yeah, let's get into the let's, driving. Let's get into part. it from the moment we landed and met up with you. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Let's get into the airport first. Okay. Wait, what was... Uh, Me, what was you, and, and Megan at the airport, and Megan's hysterity. All so right. Hold on. Pause, 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 pause. Because I have to tell one story. Sure. Real quick story. Yeah. I know I say quick all the time, and it's not quick, but I got to tell this story. Barb is timing you, too. Okay. Barb, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it may take... Oh, shit. She said three minutes. I said longer. <laughs> I said it's under a minute. a minute. All right. And then I promise you, you will not hear my voice for at least five minutes. <laughs> This is how my Florida trip started. And for all of you thinking, like, why the fuck do we want to hear about you guys going to Florida? Is because it was our first group trip together where we all kind of, you know, we had like this bonding moment. The Glorious House of Gains podcast crew were 10 episodes, whatever, deep into a new, maybe not even eight, 
seven episodes, eight episodes into like a public show. Uh, you know, people are starting to gain more followers. They know who they are. They say, all right, whatever. Ba ba ba. I had to go to Florida on Monday. My friends here at the table didn't arrive until Wednesday. So I was two days early. And the only quick story that I am going to tell is my Uber ride to the airport, which was haram. (laughs) I scheduled an Uber the night before. Is this what you're talking about? You're so petty. I scheduled an Uber the night before. And I said, my flight, my flight boarded at like 6.20 a.m. So my rule of thumb is I like to be at the airport one hour prior to boarding. Because that gives me time to get through security, get my bags, which I still, I've flown a billion times. I still don't know what I'm doing at the kiosk. I don't know where to go. I've been to the same airport a million times. I still, I know, I'm like a child (laughs) when I get to the airport. I'm like, oh, what do I do? I don't know. So... I always like to give myself extra time. So I scheduled an Uber to pick me up. I knew it was about a half hour ride to the airport. So I forget the actual time. I think it was like 445 or some shit. I scheduled the pickup for Uber to be at my house to pick me up. Scheduled it. You're good to go, Robert. Your ride will be there waiting for you at 445 a.m. They may arrive a little bit early, but don't worry. They're going to wait for you. Okay. All right, cool. That's nice. Then I get another pop-up that says, hey, do you want to save $7 or something like that? It was $7 or $8 by avoiding tolls. And I was like, no, I don't want to avoid tolls because that means they're going to take me the fucking long way to the airport and I ain't dealing with that shit. Get me to the fucking airport. $8 ain't going to make or break Robert Frank, baby. So I said no. Then a pop-up came up. Are you sure you don't want to save $8? I'm fucking sure, bitch. Okay? You Your driver will be there. I told that app. I was screaming at him. <laughs> Next morning comes. This guy comes and picks me up. Didn't even help me put my 58-pound suitcase into the trunk. <laughs> he popped it for me, luckily. But... I put it in myself. Normally, every other Uber driver that I've ever had, they get out of the car and, like, help you put your bags in the fucking thing. That's neither here nor there. You seen your big ass and was like, nah, bro, I got it. So I get into the car, and my rule, and Ray busts my balls about this, when I get into an Uber, I don't fucking talk. I don't ask questions. I don't make small talk. I don't make conversation. Because I don't know what kind of day these dudes are having. I don't need these motherfuckers give me a one-star review because I'm too chatty at 5 o'clock in the morning or whatever. I sit there and I be fucking quiet. We're driving to the airport. This dude had... At five o'clock in the morning, fucking blasting. Was it Alex? No. He must have been Dominican. It was not. I don't know what he was, but I know he didn't speak English very well. But dude, listen, I listen to heavy fucking metal. If I was an Uber driver, I would kind of read the room and be like, all right, maybe this dude doesn't want to hear fucking heavy metal blasting at five o'clock in the morning. I didn't say shit. The music was blaring in my ears where I almost said, dude, could you turn this down a little bit? He didn't ask me what I wanted to hear. And again, if I was an Uber driver, 
I would play it safe and play top 40 or put on fucking 80s or something. Something that, like, everybody is okay with. Not that I don't like fucking rigatoni, but I don't want to fucking hear it blasting in my ear at 5 o'clock in the morning when I got no sleep. So then I'm in the car and I'm playing around on my phone because I'm trying not to make conversation. The dude's got the fucking heat on like slavery setting slavery setting dude it's 98 degrees in the fucking car i'm so <laughs> the fuck is so funny it's 100 degrees and he's blasting like a thorn that's fucking great <laughs> bro I've, like he he thought we were in uh, um, the dominican republic or some oh, shit. shit i don't know what he thought and i'm gente so i'm sitting there and i'm sweating my dick off that's because you probably got a beanie no, on. You no, got no, a no, 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 no. I, I have a hoodie. I didn't even bring my jacket because I knew why bring a fucking bubble jacket to Florida. It was 30-something degrees outside. So I was like, all right, I'll be in a hoodie. I might be a little bit cold. No, not in this motherfucker's car. It was 99 degrees. And again, I'm not the type of motherfucker when I drive in an Uber to start fucking with people's settings. I don't roll windows down. I don't say, hey, uh, pardon me, uh, maricon, could you turn down the fucking heat or whatever? I don't know. Dude, I don't know. How do you speak Spanish with an Italian accent? How do you do that? Maricon. Yeah, for real. Hey, 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 maricon, maricon. It's a little fucking. That's fucking Italian. It's a little fucking caliente in here. You know what I'm saying? So it was fucking hot. I'm sweating. The the sweat drip is just coming down. I definitely left the stain on this dude's back seat because that's how hot it was. One star for you. Bro. So I like uh, the scene in coming to America with the oil spots when you get off the couch. So then I'm playing on my phone and I'm just trying to suck it up. I'm like, all right, Rob, just don't move. Like, don't get yourself worked up. Don't get amped up. You'll be at the airport soon. All of a sudden I look up. And we definitely passed the turnpike, uh, uh, the Route 18 exit for the turnpike. What the fuck is this dude doing? And then he just keeps going straight and straight and straight. And I know for people that don't live in New Jersey that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. He he purposely dodged the fucking toll to go on the turnpike, which would have gotten me to the airport like nine minutes earlier. Did you peep to see if he had easy pass? He did have easy pass. But they get reimbursed for it And anyway. on top of that, I was like, all right, because I was fuming. I was like, yo, I'm about to punch this fucking guy in his fucking jaw. I was like, let me give this dude the benefit of the doubt. I went on my maps, and I was like, maybe there's an accident on the turnpike. Dude, there's four cars on the road. There ain't no fucking accident. But let me give him the benefit of the doubt that this would be the quicker way. By going all the way down Route 1, we got stopped at every fucking... I'm looking at Big Shots, Ra. I'm like looking at... I'm like, hey, Big Shots, how are you? I you was supposed to get large. off at fucking... You know, turning at large is outside, <laughs> being fat and shit. So, <laughs> so... It's still gonna be that little fat fuck! Um, so, I go on my maps. Everything is blue. Going down to this fucking turnpike, no accidents, no problems. I'm like, this fucking cocksucker. I purposely asked not to skip the tolls, and this fucker skipped the tolls. There's rigatoni blasting in my fucking ear. It's a thousand degrees, and I'm fucking pissed the fuck off. So we get to the airport. 
And then he mumbles some shit. He opens up the trunk for me. I got to take my bag out of the fucking trunk. Re-aggravated my hernia. And I was this close. The moral of this whole story, which is no real moral. I was this close <laughs> to giving this cocksucker a one-star review. This is the first time that I have never tipped an Uber. Ever. I've tipped every single Uber that I've ever been in, and I probably have had 500 Uber rides. This is the first time that I didn't tip a motherfucker. Read the room, motherfucker. Read the room. Look at the fucking people in your car. Maybe you thought I was Dominican. I had my tanning shit on. Maybe you thought I was, maybe I thought uh, I'd be cool. Yeah, you know what? Let's fucking heat this motherfucker out. Let's put it in 99 degrees. Let me lock the fucking windows. Child safety locks. in the tanning bed, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> so, Rob, you got to think, man. Like, with Uber, for you to not have rolled down the window, you got to think of an Uber driver as like being like a limousine. It's a service, bro. You can ask, can you turn the fucking heat down? You don't have to ask to roll down the window. Yeah, but I think, listen, the, the way. No, 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 no. I'm a, I drove Uber for a hot minute. I know. You can, like you said, read the room. If I, as a passenger, roll down the window, that means it's fucking cooking in here. And I'd be like, oh, shit, they're hot. And I'd be like, oh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. A little bit warm in here. I'll turn it. Like, there's no problem in asking. That's so you because you have a normal thought pattern. My thought process, if I was an Uber driver and someone started touching my buttons, bitch, one star, motherfucker. Don't touch my shit. That's what, what I would of, you say. You would be the worst driver I would ever. be, which is why I don't Uber. You would have the shittiest rating. Yo, a dude fucking talk to me. Hey, so how long you been doing Uber? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Want to talk to you? She Don't ask it. me shit. You would be the worst driver. Yeah, record, record she, everything. Yeah. Dude, Uber again, for I don't touch yeah, people. I was shit. Say for one day. I do, yeah, nothing. Anyway, dude, we are 50 minutes into this show. We haven't even gotten into Florida yet. Okay, so I got to Florida. Take over. What, how did you guys get there? We're talking about the... So we, we, we get... Alex and I uh, rode together to the airport, and Megan's already there early in, like, her little frantic. She reaches out to Alex. She's like, oh, my gosh, you guys here? Uh, uh, I think I'm going to have a martini, or maybe I'm going to do a shot. I'm, he's she like, yo, lit. she's, Alex is like, yo, she is all pumped up. So Alex and I get there. <laughs> You're like we check in. Uh, Megan's sitting at the bar. She's having mimosas. It's like fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. We're like, fuck it. Alex got one. We're like, hey, it's party time. Bro, she was all kind of like, she was just, she was on edge, right? So we left one bar and went to another bar, right? And then we had more drinks, right? What time was this? Um, it's early. Before it's, 10. It's early. Oh, that's not that bad. That's uh, I, I thought you guys were there at like what time I was there at 6 o'clock in the morning having all these drinks. Yeah, was, Megan was drinking areolas. Um, we were drinking. No. Areolas? It was like a spritzer. It was shit called was like. fucking disgusting. Apriol or something. I he call it areolas because the shit's fucking disgusting. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he finished it. So gross. Listen, I'm the type of dude where Wait, like. you finished on an areola? <laughs> always. <laughs> Haram! Listen, for any of you who have traveled and ordered drinks in the airport, they're not fucking cheap drinks. Ever, mm -mm. ever. $25. Haram! For Haram! And Megan, because these motherfuckers will leave an airport drink. I'm drinking everything. I'm clean. Yo, scraps, what did we leave? sips. You guys do not. You got. Anyway, so. And they're not strong. Yeah, and don't leave the fucking drinks. I, I don't know. So we get on the plane. Um, shit was 
good times getting onto the plane. And um, yeah, Megan's this is, a, this is Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Megan, Megan's a basket case. <laughs> I thought. Did we already go over on the show how you're not a fan of flying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She's like Mr. T from A Team. If you've ever seen it, like oh, they have damn. to drug them to get them on the plane. that bad? <laughs> Wait, weren't you supposed to arrive a day later, but came a day prior just so you can get on the plane with these two? Yeah. That's great. You're and, and we And Ray and I felt like uh, Leslie Nielsen in the first airplane the movie. Airplane, just yeah. fucking... And there's a line of people just with fucking holding <laughs> shit oh just to calm God. her the hell down. Yes. Wait, what? Okay, so what makes you nervous about flying? Not, well, it's not being in control. You have no control up there. Right. You know, so like crashing, that freaks me out. So crashing is your, is yeah. your fear. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Wait till we get to the ride home. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we haven't, got, yeah. we haven't oh. even landed in Florida oh, yet. Man. Okay, so this is, right, this is about what time? This is about 10 o'clock in the morning that all this is going on? Before that, but... Okay, yeah. Yeah. but you well, guys get on the plane, yeah. and you're not all sitting together. Like, on the way home, we were all in the same yeah. row. Megan and Alex sat together. I sat a couple of rows back, and somebody was dropping fart bombs the whole flight, bro. I sat most of the trip with my shirt over my <laughs> Like nose. a little kid. Bro, it was fucking <laughs> disgusting, though. And it was to the point where, like, I can see everybody looking around like, yo, who did that? And I was just Ew. like, you know, it was you fucking disgusting. We were, yo, we were like two disgusting. rows ahead of you. We didn't oh, smell man, shit. It was disgusting. Oh, they would know if it was you because you got the worst shit. fucking gas. Oh, no, nah, the plane would have had to land. Emergency yeah. <laughs> 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 land. So bad. They'd make an announcement over the last, whoever's shitting their pants, can you please stop? So, okay, so you guys are probably in the... What time was your flight? What time was your flight? It was leave? like 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 a.m.? Yeah, Left? Like okay. 10.30. So, that was... How many six. seconds? <laughs> when did I start texting you guys that shit was going bonkers? In the middle of the flight. In the middle of the flight? So, what? Yeah. You got the Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. You paid for the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think me and you were doing most of the communicating because yeah. I couldn't get in touch with anybody I, else. Yeah. I had my Nintendo. I was... I was just freaking out trying to look at my phone. So let let me give you guys a little bit of backstory about this Fresh and Fit podcast. This Fresh and Fit podcast has been scheduled for about six to eight weeks ahead of time. I knew that I was going to steal. I said, listen, I'll be in Florida because Myron Gaines was like, yo, bro, when you're in Florida, fucking let me know. So I told him the dates that I was going to be there. I said, I'm going to be there from the 25th through the, the 2nd. Let me know when you want me there, and I'll fucking be there. So he was like, yo, come Wednesday the 27th. I think it was the 27th. For argument's sake, we'll call it the 27th. So I said, okay, cool. I'll be there on the 27th. Or the 29th, I'm sorry. I was going to be there from the 27th, which was a Monday, to the 2nd, which is a Saturday. So the 29th, he said, come. I said, all right, Wednesday night. He goes, but bro, I have a horrible memory. So please, like, keep giving me reminders. Don't feel like you're being annoying or anything. Just keep letting me know that you're coming. So I said, okay, cool. So I don't want to be that guy that fucking texts the dude every fucking day or DMs him every day. So I was DMing him. I was like, all right, I'm going to give him a two-week heads up. I'm going to give him a week heads up. And then I'm going to give him a 24-hour heads up. So two weeks out. I hit him up on Instagram. I was like, yo, bro, two weeks. I'll see you. Looking forward to it. He just, he was like, yo, yeah, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Boom. It's going to be lit. One week out, I sent him, bro, see you next Wednesday, bro. I'll be there. 
ready to go. He sends me back the fire emojis. It's like, all right, cool. We're good. We're still in. That Wednesday morning. Jesus. <laughs> I'm doing cardio. I'm all pumped up. I'm, I'm like excited but nervous at the same time. So I hit him up. And I was like, yo, bro, I said, uh, my crew is landing in uh, in uh, Sarasota Airport around 2.30 p.m. We're going to get the rental car all squared away, and we'll probably be on the road by, like, maybe 4 p.m. I'll be in Miami, hopefully, by 7.30, 8 o'clock. I could, do be there by 8 o'clock. Because I'm under the impression, because I know that they go live about 8 p.m. every night when they have, like, a guest on. So I kind of just gauge that they would want me there by 8 p.m., which if we left at 4, that would get us there by 8 p.m. So I booked a room at the fucking Hyatt in in a, a central center Brickle, Brickle or central, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Bro, fucking $700 a night for the room. It's fucking crazy. And it wasn't anything special, but I guess because it was spring break or whatever. So I booked it and I told him, I said, listen, if you're going to bail on me, please give me the courtesy of giving me 48 hour notice so I could cancel this fucking room. And he was like, yeah, no problem. Now you're in, you're in. There's not going to be any canceling, whatever. So. I text him saying, hey, you know, my crew's landing at this time. We'll be there 8 o'clock. I'll be ready to go. So he writes back to me. And this is still all through Instagram DM. We're not even on text. We're not text friends yet. And he goes, bro. He goes, how long are you going to be in town? <laughs> I said, we come in for the show. We leave the next morning. I got one, I'm got. i in for one night. And then he writes back, can you come tomorrow night? I was like, no, you're not doing this to me now. Please don't tell me you're doing this to me now. So I said, no, um, we're only in for fucking Wednesday. And then we're leaving Thursday morning because I got to be back in Sarasota to fucking film with steel. Like, I, this is this is what we talked about for the last eight weeks. So he goes, oh, we got a podcast premiering with Dan Bolzerian tonight. And I don't want that to steal your thunder. And, you know, um, you know, you can't. There's no way you could do tomorrow night. And I'm like. Bro, so I am fuming. But I know that this is what happens. You know the business. Like, this is the business. business. This is just what happens. Like, no matter how much planning you do, no matter how, like, you could cross your T's and dot your I's till the cows come home. Shit will always fucking go wrong or have the the possibility of going wrong. So I was like, nah, dude. I was like, tonight would be the only night. I was like, please let me know now so we don't fucking leave. I was like, I'll take the hit. I'll take this because I couldn't get my money back at that point. I was like, I'll take the fucking $700 hit, chalk it up to the game. Boom. Just it didn't happen. Same thing happened with Logan Paul's podcast in whatever, 2019, 2020 when we were in Cali. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Cali. Well, I met you in Vegas first and then yeah, we yeah, went yeah, to Cali, Cali from yeah. there. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to chalk it up to the game. Boom, $700 hit, but at least we're not fucking driving three hours and whatever. So he was like, nah, bro, we're going to make this happen. I promised you I'm a man of my word. We're going to make this shit happen. I said, okay, cool. Um, He was like, let me make some phone calls and I'll get back to you. So I said, okay. So I'm checking because, again, I don't have this dude's number. So I'm relying on Instagram, which I never go on anymore. So I'm like, keep checking Instagram to see if he fucking DM me back. So then he was like, hey, he was like, can you be here at 6 p.m.? I said, dude, my my crew gets off the plane at 2.30. By the time we get the rental car, it's a three and a half hour drive. There's no fucking way we're going to get there at 6 o'clock. So he goes, all right. I said, listen, bro, realistically, if we leave right away and don't even fucking 
do anything and just get them from the airport into the rental car and leave, I could be there possibly by 6.30. He goes, all right, cool, come. So I told everybody, I said, listen, we got Megan checked into her fucking room. We did what we had to do. We packed up the fucking Pathfinder. We had two rental cars and we just fucking bounced and got on the road. And it was the most stressful fucking drive. It was. To Miami ever. But I have to give a shout out to the Latin heartthrob. Yeah. Because. (laughs) This motherfucker. He shaved out of a three and a half hour drive. He shaved 30 minutes off the fucking trip by going a buck 20. Yeah. I looked over at the speedometer on a couple of occasions and was like, my man is playing no games. So Rob's in the back. Rob actually wanted to sit in the back seat so he can be on his phone and handle business and make phone calls and shoot emails, whatever. I was like the co-pilot. So I'm like, all right, right lane. So Alex is like doing like a buck and change, hitting the dip. Going from the fast lane to the middle lane to the slow lane, then back to the fat. Like he he was excellent. And, and that whole three hour three hour and change drive, yeah. we did a hundred miles an hour or more, more than we did under a hundred miles an hour. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> scared the I, fucking listen, shit out. I, 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 I only got scared no. once. He pulled the. And it's only because Alex is a multitasker, so I felt like... Yeah, I he was playing my- Mario Kart on his phone <laughs> with his right hand. He was looking, he was driving with his left like, hand. Bruh. So I felt like I had to be alert just because we're moving at too fast of a speed for multitasking for my personal liking. But it worked out, and we got there way ahead of what we thought we were. The only good And I was thing. just like, Rob, just keep playing on your phone because you was ready to... Yeah, you, you. Ray told me a few times. He was like, yo, just don't look up, bro. Just don't look up. Because <laughs> every time I looked up, we were at 118 miles an hour. And Alex is And he's three weaving and in and out. He, Alex is three and a half inches from somebody's bumper and then oh he hits the dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad I did not go with you guys. Yeah. Oh, you would have died. You got skills, bro. Megan would have like pulled Thank a car you very over much. I would have. I would have been like, I'll Uber the rest of my way. Fine. Uh, <laughs> so as we're I'm in the back seat and I'm kind of giving him a countdown on how things are going because every 15 fucking minutes Ray how we doing on time listen because our, time, our ETA originally I told them that we're going to be there by 630 our original ETA was 633 so I was like all right Alex is going to be able to shave a little bit of time before you know it went down to 631 went down to 629 625 624. You know, this is going into the ride. And then a pop-up came up. Hey, save eight minutes by going this way. Boom. We check that. Now our ETA is like 603. I was like, all right, at least we have time to get to the hotel. I could check in. I could like fucking wash my face real quick and just look fresh to get there. And then he texts me again on Instagram and he was like, bro, could you do 730? And I was like, Yes, we can do 7.30, thank God. So we had, by the time we got there, we had plenty of time, actually too much time because we stopped at a liquor store and I did one too many shooters because I was so <laughs> fucking nervous. But again, I don't want to make this seem like I'm I'm ragging on Myron and Fresh and, and the Fresh and Fit podcast. 
they made it happen. Their word was their bond, and they said, listen, like, regardless of what we had going on, and I know they were distracted when I was there because I saw Fresh playing on his phone because they were premiering the Dan Bolzerian podcast, which Dan Bolzerian's a lot fucking bigger than me. And he's, you know, he was checking to see what the comments were because the way that it works on YouTube, they premiere it where YouTube viewers think that it's a live show. Yeah. Even though it was a pre-recorded show, like, from a day or two before or whatever. So... Yeah, that's the way that they did it. And I knew that they were they were kind of like preoccupied, but I think the show went well. I was super fucking nervous just going into their studio because I watched them on YouTube. And I'm like, yo, I watched these dudes. Like, I'm now sitting here. I'm in the same seat as Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, Tristan Tate, fucking every major fucking person that they've ever had on the show. I'm sitting in the same seat. Like, I don't belong here. So I was super fucking nervous. And, you know, everybody has said that I did a good job and, you know, they couldn't really tell or whatever. But Yo, big shouts to these dudes because they had the most legit setup I've ever seen in a podcast. It's an apartment. It's a one-bedroom apartment that they turned into a podcast. They transformed it. But the amount of cameras, the amount of microphones, the amount of equipment that they had for that podcast... They it easily like had 50 in, grand worth of equipment, it, if not it more. It felt like being in an actual TV studio. It felt like a TV studio. Yeah. This, there is this is incredible. 15, what, 18? 18 fixed HDR cameras recording it, like at 18 once. 18 cameras, oh, yeah. the they, microphone. It yeah, was they, they definitely have 100 grand. And then plus you look up at the wall and they have like eight fucking silver plaques. They got their gold plaque from YouTube. It's the whole like, thing's got the sound. God, the, um, the sound. Um, we got Stuff horror posters sound. in the background here. Like they the got black phone, the black phone for bouncing <laughs> oh, sound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was all soundproof. There was, yo, big up. That was, uh, was that legit. was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So we did that. That was a good time. And as we were leaving, they were bringing in all the hoes. They brought in that, the whole train that do the uh, the after hour show, which they make a fucking killing on. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to hang out. I was like, nah, bro, we got to go. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't even want to be anywhere near these chicks because, dude, sometimes it makes me a little uncomfortable the way that they fucking roast these chicks, even though I agree with what they're saying most of the time. It's just really uncomfortable because it, it, it gets heated and shit. And I think fucking Waco Flacco, whatever the fuck his name was, he walked out. They asked him to sit in with the girls and he ended up walking out because he was uncomfortable or something happened. I don't even know the story behind that. But anyway, Myron and Fresh, solid dudes. They made it happen. Their producer, Mo, was fucking, he was a G. Whoever that guy was at the end that came up and was like, hey, man, you did a really good job. I think he was the pimp. He was the pimp for all the hoes. Um. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was a good experience. I'm glad I got it done, and uh, I'm glad I did it. And now, you know, the only other big podcast that I think that I could go on outside of Fresh and Fit. Do, do, you, know, do you know who Robert Frank is? Yeah. So, Joe. Uh, so I'll let your boy. After the show, we went out, got something to eat, hung out. Oh wait, nice wait, wait hold spot. on, hold on. How did we get there? How far was it? Uh, bro, this is fucking ridiculous. So <laughs> we wanted to get something to eat. We actually got in the lobby, said, hey, where's a nice little place we can get something to eat that's still open? He was like, oh, if you walk across the street, right behind the red building, there's this hotel, bar, nice place. It was pouring outside. Mm-hmm. But the place, like, we can see it. We can literally take a pebble and throw it. We called the fucking Uber. 
Because it was pouring and we didn't want to be at dinner soaking wet. Yeah, it was yeah. pouring rain. Dude, we you all, can't fucking walk. We all dressed up pretty nice for the podcast. We waited well. probably 10 minutes for the Uber. And when the Uber got there, he literally drove across the street. Yeah. It cost me $15. He was like, you know, drive. we're right here. He was like, we're right here. We're <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't want to get soaking wet. But it was literally across the street and it was 15 that's crazy for the uber wait wait reaper in the live stream right now is asking how many viewers uh did the fresh and fit uh podcast get i'm assuming that's what he means their live streams usually range between 15 and twenty thousand people in their live stream on youtube i don't know how many they get on rumble and twitch but i'm assuming between all the platforms they probably have somewhere between 30 and forty thousand live viewers when they do a live stream my my show was a pre-recorded show we recorded on Wednesday. They they premiered on Saturday, um, which is, you know, obviously Saturday at 12 p.m. is a shitty time to premiere something. But, you know, whatever. That's when they decide to do it. And, um, yeah, so compared to R22 right now in the live stream, I, they get a little bit more than us. So, you know, we hung out for a bit, got something to eat. One of my buddies lives down in Miami, so he came to hang out with us for a bit. Um, it was getting a little bit late, so Rob and Alex went back to the room. I walk in a room. There's two beds. All the lights are on. Rob's. I, I thought they were playing a joke on me because Rob had his phone in his hand, but it was on his chest. Like he just <laughs> That's how I down. fall asleep. My phone on my chest. Alice was laid up in the most propped up way. Like it looked like a TV. Like you ever see somebody sleeping on TV where it just looks perfect? Yeah. The way Alex was sleeping, like on the pillows and the way like the sheet was like. Fold it like this motherfucker was in a commercial. Chest. I was like, <laughs> sleep. I was like, y'all niggas need to wake the fuck up. Like, stop playing. Like, but nah, they was out like snoring. So out like a light. I was like, I'm tired, man. We got to get up early in the morning. So Rob's in one bed, Alex is in another bed, and I was like, I'm not going to disturb the peace. But there's no room for me to sleep, and the chairs went. Yo, I slept my black ass on the floor, so I actually fell asleep. And, like, Twitch or whatever, I smashed my face on the floor because I was sleeping on pillows. Like, I took the cushion off the couch, I mean, off the chair. Yo, I, I smashed made my you, face I purposely made you a fucking pillow fort <laughs> so you could get on the bed next to me and you wouldn't, it wouldn't be gay. <laughs> I didn't, I see, I wouldn't, I didn't even pick up on that vibe because, and plus, bro, I made it look like spikes. Like, I put the pillows up. Like long ways. I peeped that. I thought right that was next some weird sleeping ritual. I no, that was so you could get fucking next to me and get on the bed. So why are you gay? So yeah, I smashed my nose on the floor. There's blood everywhere, and I'm like, I'm just tired. I couldn't get comfortable because I'm sleeping on the floor. I ended up sleeping up on the couch. This cocksucker, I hear him get up to go to the bathroom. He just left me on a fucking chair. I wanted to Stepped say something over to you. you. Yeah, he, says, <laughs> he didn't be like, yo, Ryan, man, that, that can't be comfortable. Like, yo, I didn't know up. you were awake. <laughs> so, it, I, so needless to say, I did not sleep that night at all. Like, I slept maybe a total of an hour. Yo, a normal Ray Vegas move would wait for me to go into the bathroom, and then you would have snuck into bed I, and not I, give I a fuck if it. I came, came back or not. The funniest line in the morning was like, Ray, are you bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I saw blood like all over the pillow. Yeah, smashed my face on the floor. So, um, yeah, early in the morning it was it was time to go. Um, we pretty much had to blow air horns to wake Alex up. I don't know what kind of comatose sleep. You, yo, he was a fucking this zombie, fucking guy dude. was. I was like, yo, is he alive? <laughs> yeah, you guys said something about how I was sleeping. Also, so when I go to bed, apparently I look like I'm modeling. 
And then when I wake up, I look like I'm already a corpse. There's some, something about like how I was positioned. I yeah, was like, your hands were up on your chest like a vampire. Yeah, like you, a, you oh, were vampire. sleeping like Count Dracula. <laughs> you were like, you had your arms folded over <laughs> your fucking chest. <laughs> what the fuck? So, so weird. doing prop shoots. So, so I knew that there was a 7-Eleven right down the road. And the first thing I need when I wake up in the morning is coffee. I need coffee within the first 10 seconds that my eyes are open. So I knew that it was going to be more than 10 seconds because we got to get in an elevator. We got to get downstairs. But Ray was already awake. We woke Alex up and I said, yo, how, how do you like your coffee? What do you want? We're going to 7-Eleven right down the road, right down. You know, it was a less than two minute walk. So by the time Ray woke him up because he had to put all the lights on, he shot a spotlight in his face. We were blowing air horns and shit. <laughs> and then finally he woke up and he's like, oh, he's all scared. Like he didn't know where he was. I was like, yo, bro, how do you like your car? Oh, milk and sugar. I was like, all right, give me an extra sugar. I got you, bro. So we go downstairs. Walk to 7-Eleven, me and Ray having a conversation. The 7-Eleven is the drizzling shits. It was it's like the fucking yeah, worst. Bro, it the 7-Eleven is, there was like homeless people in there, and it was just. The it, coffee stations were all fucked up. And yeah, it dirt. was dirty. Was like, there were cockroaches running around. I was, was like, disgusting. Oh, this is fucking weird. <laughs> We got, the say, we got the coffees. I took one sip of my coffee and that was that. It was a waste of time. Yeah, you threw it out. And then I, I, went to I the, drank mine because, or the most that I could because I needed it. I went to the hotel restaurant too to look at, uh, to get a coffee. It was so clear. I can see like through the back of the coffee. Like, it's, it's not yeah. fucking coffee. If I can see through the pot, that's not coffee. He's yeah. very particular the rest of the trip. Yeah. He had the waitress come show the pot of coffee. Could first. you show me the pot of coffee? Yeah, you bougie yeah, motherfucker. Sure. I'm a coffee snob. So am I, but I, I don't take my chances. I'm not going to tell her to bring the pot over. Tell, <laughs> you tell him the chick at the Krusty Krab to fucking show you the pot of coffee. Yeah. They have the kind where you're going to push it down to pump it. Oh, to the get pump out. coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so I get the coffees. We got we got three large, extra large 24 ounce coffees. Waste we come money. back. Up to the room. As we're walking down the hallway, out of the elevator, into the room, all of a sudden we hear heavy metal blasting. <laughs> walking. I was like, what the fuck? What is that coming from? It's getting louder, louder. We get to the room, put the key on the door, the door opens. We open the door, and it goes from... <laughs> to <laughs> This motherfucker's got... I don't know what Bluetooth or whatever the fuck he had going on. The music Early was blasting. Fuck. It was like six o'clock in the morning. Oh, gosh. Alex comes out the fucking bathroom like, yo, he's, he's like Beavis and Butthead fucking headbanging and shit coming out of the bathroom. I was like, bro, you got to turn that down because I live in hotels. I'm always in AC and I know that the walls are paper fucking thin. So I'm always respectful. This dude was on another level. I was like, yo, this guy's fucking crazy. What were you listening to? Was that Lorna Shore? Yeah, it was. <laughs> you to Lorna Shore? It, it, was uh, it was a Deathcore playlist. So okay. that, it just happened to be one of their songs. I think the next one was um, Slaughter to Prevail. And what, what gadget Early. did you have playing the music? Dude, I literally had a JBL Bluetooth speaker yeah, this yeah, big. He's got yeah, okay, but, but that like shit, early, you can hear like, that from 7-Eleven. Look, when I get up, it's, it's I'm go awake. Time. It's go time. Oh, no. I would hate you. 
So <laughs> don't pretend like you like me. Anyway, we got Ray. Ray is like, yo, how how much time we got? We got to go, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, I want to be on the road. I need to get back. I need to go to work. I know we got a long ride ahead of us. Who knows what traffic is going to hit us with? But I have to be back at HQ at this time. It was like six fifty eight, and Ray's like, all right, we got to go. We got to go. What are you What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Next thing I know, this motherfucker's in the shower. It's like, how are you taking a shower? You're rushing Alex, rushing me. Yo, you got everything? Come on, let's go get the... This motherfucker's in the shower. Yo, I was in the last man to the car. Well, I I got the car. I was in the last man down. Anyway, we all got in the car. I drove not 110 miles an hour. Alex this was my co-pilot. Was driving Daisy. I was driving the speed limit because I don't break the law. No, I was doing maybe 80, 85 tops. You use blinkers. I'm not. Everything. I'm not comfortable driving that fast, and there was no real reason to. We there was no rush. Well, that's because to get you it. had a, a scare on your life the couple days before with Jason, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Jason drove me around in his Lamborghini Aventor or something like that. Bro, that shit goes from zero to 100 in less than a second. My stomach was in my throat, and he's just thinking it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm scared for my life. I was like, bro, I don't like roller coasters. I was crying. I had tears rolling down my eyes. Because he would drive right up to the bumper of the car in front of him. Then hit the dip. Like slam on the on like the brake and then zip to the next lane and then boom go past and then there was a Lamborghini Urus I think it's called the Urus their their truck and Jason pulled up alongside of him they made eye contact with each other said, the go. Lambo was like boom 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 Jason did his boom 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 fire is coming out of both of the fucking uh, engines or whatever the hell you call it exhaust. I'm like, dude, please, please, Jason, please. Like, my stomach is... I'm like, no no fucks. I look like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone when he put the aftershave on his fucking cheeks. I was like, ah! Um, But, yeah, Jason went to the gym. He drove me to the gym in in the Lambo, and he uh, when we got out of the gym, there was a crew of, like, 15 kids on bicycles just surrounding the car. And as we walked up to it, they were like, make the fire, make the fire. So Jason warmed up the car, and there's legit fire that comes out of the back of the car. I don't know how the fuck he does it it, or why it happens, but he had the car running for like five minutes. He was like, all right, guys, you got your phones out? Everybody had their phones out, their recording, and then he stepped on whatever he stepped on, and fucking flames were coming out of the back of the car. Fire. Like the Batmobile. I was like, wow. All right, take over. (laughs) Um, so let's see you, we got to Steve. Well, on the drive over, I took a couple pictures of Ray who was knocked out in the back seat. That was a good time. Yeah. I um, was tired. He needed to sleep. Fuck, yeah, you did. You did. Slept on the floor with a bloody nose, man. I give him, he, he, he could sleep. Very true. We, um, it, you know, we got there on time. We met up with Megan who was bored out of her mind because she was letting the rest of the podcast crew know. <laughs> yeah, what did, what did you end up doing Wednesday night by yourself? I went out to dinner. By yourself? Yeah, I went to the downtown area. I just sat there, and I'm sending pictures of what I'm She's sending me her location. <laughs> She's like, just in case. I know. You never know. 
happens if someone kidnapped me? Did you um, <laughs> Did you meet anybody? Did no. you like have conversations with people? No, you had conversations with the old dudes. Oh, really? No, what that was at the Ritz. Oh. I went there later that night, okay. and I had a drink at the bar. I was talking to the lady next to me, and then I got dessert, and the guys were like, "Oh, you got three spoons for us." Oh <laughs> boy! Hold on, hold on, hold on. And what were they wearing? <laughs> what was the uniform of Sarasota? This is mm-hmm. actually ridiculous. Polo shirts and either shorts um, or like khakis or whatever. Oh, you're gay. Now, every What's on their feet? every yes. man, whether you were 65 or 15, had the same look. Yep. yep. Every yeah. they, single person they down there looked their fucking the clothes, same. their homes. When I went to the bar one night, normally I get the UFC fighter because it's fun. Because I, I wear the same costume that you guys see in my videos. Black joggers, black hoodie, black headband to the bar. I'm sitting by myself, big black beard, and I'm just eating whatever I'm eating and having a drink before I go to bed. And people are always trying to guess what I'm doing there because I stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Oh, for sure. This time, for the first time ever... This guy was sitting next to me, and he leans into me like he's the coolest kid on the block, and he elbows me in the shoulder, and he goes, hey, man, do you ride? It's like, the fuck does that mean? Do I ride? I ride what? He was like, you know, and he did the fucking vroom, vroom with his fucking fist. I was like, this a fucking. Uh, oh, that was too low. Let me do it again. Why are you gay? Yeah. So shout out to all the motorcycle riders out there. But if, if you have to explain you ride a motorcycle by doing the vroom, vroom. No, that's because of your ignorance. You I just know didn't you know. Ride what? Do like, you ride? I have an Alfa Romeo. I have a Ghibli. Like, that's, that's not, what that's I drive, ride. drive, motherfucker. Oh, I guess. <laughs> so I said, no, I don't. And he just, he was telling me about his bikes that he has. And talking about bikes to me is like Alex explaining, you know, uh, some physicist fucking shit. Not a that he, yeah, whatever that is. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He was telling me what model Harley he has, and he takes it out. He was speaking on the Spanish. To he you. was speaking Spanish. Yeah, he had the dude. We had the bachata in the background. He was telling me about his Harley Davidson, nineteen hundred, fucking <laughs> blah 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 blah. And um, but yeah, so that was my experience at the Ritz, and and I had a very interesting conversation while I was at the Ritz with a female for the first time. In a very long time. I'm a married man, so I don't like talk to females a lot. But she was probably in her mid-50s to late 50s. And she was so just intrigued by me. <laughs> because I didn't look like anybody else there. You guys have a painting the picture for you guys. Um, what Alex just said. Everybody is in pink polos, tan khaki pants, and sandals. No beards, no facial hair, pretty little haircuts. I don't know how all these fucking 50, 60-year-old men still have hair, but they all have perfect hair. They look like they just got done playing tennis. Yep. That's how they look in Sarasota, every single person. Mm -hmm. And then there's Robert Frank sitting there. And she was so intrigued by why I was there, what I did, who, because she heard me ordering my food. I ordered two hamburger patties, 
cooked medium with cheddar cheese. No bun, no nothing. So she comes up to me, and that Jason called me, so I had to take the call from Jason. And then when I came back to the table, to the bar, my drink was already sitting there, and she was like, I've got to ask you, I heard what you ordered. Why no bun? I was like, yeah, well, I'm trying trying to do uh no carbs you know but explain that why why no carbs and she's like whispering to me but she's like intimidated because she doesn't know who i am or anything so anyway she just keeps asking questions and talking to me and talking to me and i guess it was good practice for me to talk to regular people because <laughs> outside of my friends i don't talk to strangers ever yeah i'm no, very I, very I quiet i don't talk to i was i was taught at a very young age not to talk to strangers stranger danger exactly but i had a very good conversation with her by the time it was over with her daughter who lives in indiana is following me on Instagram now because she's like, hey, I, I met this guy and he's social media and whatever. So anyway, I got a new follower out of it. But shout out to that lady. I think she was trying to bang me. And I think I, if I wanted to, I could have. There you and she go. was definitely rich because she had two rental properties in Siesta Key mm. that she was coming to check on. And yeah, if you own like two rentals, she was shit, like from right? Wisconsin, Indiana. I don't know. Yeah. I forget where the she hell. She's coming to get the, the check. Yeah. Yeah. But well, she was one of those older, like, late 50s that still kept herself in good shape. Yeah. But, dude, my dick wouldn't get hard. Well, at least that. your experience is better than me and Alex. I mean, some lady fucking asked me to open the door, and some lady tried to give Alex the fucking baggage. So, I mean, I guess <laughs> my she fucking... God. That's like from a movie. Ahead of where we're at, you know? <laughs> that is... Wow. Was that at the Krusty Krab, or that no, was at the Ritz? that's at the fucking Ritz, man. Oh. We're like, bitch, we don't work here. The Krusty Krab, they were very friendly there. Yeah, well, yeah, they were happy to see Ray. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want you guys to leave. <laughs> they rolled out the red carpet for him. All right, so move on. Wednesday, uh, Thursday morning now, I went back to steal the work. What did you guys do all Thursday? You guys were lit Thursday. Um, what did we do Thursday? Is that St. Armand's? No, that was no, Friday. That was Friday. Oh, damn. Yeah, Thursday. We went to the rooftop, my rooftop. We went to the rooftop, and then we went downtown to the where they had the Jamaican band. Oh, so, yeah. all right, so... Right? You yeah, you didn't eat dinner with us, I don't think, that night, right? Mm, no. No, Thursday no, no, we no. all ate dinner together. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thursday we had dinner. And then after that, we went to, what's that oh, called? So, the oh, Alligator Club we went. So we went, to, we went to Peaches for breakfast. Yeah. Yes. All right. That's let's weird. talk about Peaches, damn it. We were so, the youngest ones in so, there. So Alex <laughs> took us to a place where you needed an AARP card <laughs> just for entry, right? Jesus so Christ. So we didn't have our AARP, but Megan and her looks kind of swooned us in, right? So we what? sit there, and then Megan was getting on me for being the coffee snob. Um, Alex is making moves details. to try to... We're like, is it clear? Can you see through it? What's the consistency? What kind of beans? Megan was worried that they were going <laughs> to do stuff to our food because I was asking too many questions. What is, what is your favorite coffee? And we won't spend too much time on this. But if you had your choice of Wawa, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, like what is your, where do you like to get your coffee from? From a place that people would know worldwide. Or we already brand. know Seven Eleven is not your not your jam. Or your favorite brand. My favorite brand is this, this shit from Aldi's. I forget the fuck it was, but I had a couple weeks from ago. From Aldi's? Yeah, I was like, this shit is hitting. Haram! <laughs> I was like, this coffee's hitting. Um, I don't really have a favorite brand. I'm a coffee guy. I'll drink anything. I think Starbucks tastes like burnt coffee, mm-hmm. but I'll drink it. Charbucks. Um, but yeah, I don't you know. Gotta I'm get a coffee. latte from there, not regular coffee. Yeah, I don't like do anything too fancy. But um, <laughs> yeah. So we 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 went to this Peaches place, and uh, the food was actually pretty good. And once again, I don't like to waste food. 
Megan eats like a fucking bird. So I ended up eating half of her food. Thank you. It was delicious. And I got dessert, which was delicious. But um, <laughs> Megan was, Meg, Megan's very judgy. Megan, I'm going to air your dirty laundry out. Oh, boy. There was people yes. sitting behind us, and Megan was making fun of the scenery of the people. Excuse uh, me? Of what? You were making fun of the scenery of the people who were sitting behind us. How was I making fun of them? Oh, Megan. Did I, do you remember this? Alex do you was making moves. You're going to have to go into detail yeah, on this, Do you forget right? what I was going to pick up also? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Alex was making moves. But memorization. You, the, the couple that came up behind us, the, yeah. uh, that were praying. <laughs> over the, see, see, you know what I'm talking about. Megan is very judgy. I am not judgy. You were. All right. Wait, did they did they have like mats out and they were on their hands no. and knees? Like, no, 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 no. It was an old white couple praying before their meal, oh. and then she goes lachaim, and you know. Oh yeah, I for, yeah. I forgot about that. Were you drunk? Did you have a couple of mimosas or whatever they Maybe call? Maybe I was just hungover. I don't know. Jesus, but yeah. So breakfast was funny. So oh, one thing, Alex, I got to air out your laundry too, right? Alex is a very interesting driver. Oh, God. He's a good driver, but if you have anxiety, he is not the driver for you. It didn't bother me. Megan's raising her hands. <laughs> Listen, Alex's driving does not bother me, but I can see how it could bother somebody else or other folks. Don't lie, Ray. What? Bothered you. Ray was talking all kind of shit when he got back. He's like, yo, I ain't getting in the car with this motherfucker no more. You want to air No, the only thing I air up about Alex when he's driving is he does a lot while he's driving. That's all. Other than that, I'm safe. I feel safe. Other than that, I, so I don't like, I personally don't like to use the phone when I'm driving. You don't like to use the phone, period. Yeah, that is true. Alex will fucking switch to a song. Do his taxes, um, <laughs> post a uh, Instagram reel, all while he's doing like in and out of traffic. Yo, th- this I know no these roads like the back of my hand. So this is no bullshit. Alex was doing 118 miles an hour, switching Switch in songs. and out of lanes. Switching songs on Spotify. Switching songs while he was on Facetime, <laughs> yelling <laughs> and, at people to get and the and fuck he, out of the way. And he was playing a video game at the same time, <laughs> driving with his knee. <laughs> That's Alex. Like, I thought Joey took the cake, but nah, Alex is the champ. Yeah. Joey does all the same things that Alex does, but Joey drives like 20 miles an hour slower. Yeah. And he doesn't swerve in and out of lanes. Yeah. But hey, we have places to go, man. That's right. And we had things to pick up. Uh, I met up with a a connect of mine. Shout out, Dan. And um, yeah, we have to... uh, we had to make it a little bit more interesting. Alcohol couldn't have been the only thing getting into our systems, right? Yeah. So, Alex poisoned me. I did not <laughs> partake. Alex that. poisoned me. There's, there's. We could spend an entire episode of why you should, but you yes. don't because yes. of your control oh. freakness. I agree. Wow. I agree. Oh, well, Alex and Megan, I thought we're gonna. Now. Come on. I was. I felt like I was on like the Mari Povich show with these two, because Alex was like, "Yo, you need to chill the fuck out. You need to eat some shit and fucking relax." And then was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, you're a control freak. Megan's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, 
Well, Megan, you kind of are. You need to <laughs> wait, wait. And, what, and what was the first thing she said? Why are you afraid of the plane? Oh, the not control. The control. Yes. Not the name of the song. The control. That's true. That's hey, true. shout out to Control. Yeah. It's yeah. available now you guys on don't Spotify. Have to hang out with me. That's fine. Listen, it was so it was so funny. Like the whole trip was just fun. Like Rob, you were there for like a piece of it, but like having to spend like extended time with these two. It was actually pretty cool. So I mean, overall, I had a great trip. We had we had a very nice dinner Thursday night. We, we had did. a family we had a family dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Alex ordered two entrees and three desserts. <laughs> I was on the moon. Yeah, every time I look at Alex, he was like, <laughs> I saw the bill and I was like, "Fucking Alex!" <laughs> <laughs> but but to his credit, Alex was ordering he drinks ate and everything that was on his plate. Alex he, was like, "Let me get a, a voodoo zombie." I was like, "What are you ordering?" He was like. Sounds good. <laughs> it's like, what? Right. Know, sounds good. Yeah. And, and, $84. <laughs> and, and let me let me just chime in really quick. Alpha Omega, haram. You know it's edibles. Don't lie. Haram! Thank you. And so, yes, I did pick up some of the... Um, it's not gummies. They were actually like sour strings. I, I brought the bag back. I, I took one before the show. But, um, yeah, so... My one and a half would be equivalent to about half for Ray. Ray will get into that in just a second. But that entire family dinner, it was a good vibe. I mean, I was a little extra good, but we I was still cognizant. I was still reacting. I just had a big ass smile. I the taste buds, if anyone has ever had edibles or marijuana or THC in general, you know that the taste buds is good. I ate the fuck out of everything. Minus my fingers. Alex was so quiet and just had their smiling. Oh, he's vibing. Because I feel like this dude always, it, like, he has an implanted earbud in his ear. Yes. The whole Like, he's trip. always got either music or yes. he's talking to someone yes. on the phone. Bro, concentrate. I wouldn't be able, I'd be all over the place. ADD. Your, right, I have driving. that too, but it makes You have ADHD. Like, is that different? Yes. Like, yes. Oh, whatever. Even driving. <laughs> I've never seen anybody so animated driving a vehicle in my entire life. And I've been in the car with a lot of people. Alex is doing fucking air guitar. He's fucking riffing. Yeah. He's fucking DJing, playing the drums, all while he's fucking driving, screaming at people. I'm like, this dude is lit. Yeah. It was it was good. We had we had a very good dinner. We had a couple of drinks at dinner. Everybody pretty much except for me got dessert and shit. Because I I can't be eating that shit. But afterwards, we all went back up to my room. We did a Patreon exclusive mailbag, which I think we only had like maybe seven or eight questions or whatever. Um, we had a drink outside by the uh, by the by the water while we yeah. were waiting for questions to start to accumulate. Because nice. we did a, a nice, little, yeah. uh, you know, it was a little um, impromptu thing, but we did a little 15, 20 minute mailbag up in the room. Uh, Patreon members over at patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank 615 can uh, watch that if they'd like. And uh, it was a good time. And then Friday morning comes and I go to work. I had to film all day with Steel. I don't know what you guys did, but I know we met up later in uh, the evening. Uh, you guys checked out Steel HQ. You guys yeah, worked yeah. out on, I think it was on Thursday, right? Yeah. yeah. We How did you guys Thursday. like to, uh, and you were, Alex was with me both days. How did you guys like the uh, Steel Gym? I love it. I enjoyed it. I fucking love it. I like the gym. equipment. Yeah, it was I really it, it's that. nice it was, and quiet. And no one there. was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a private the main thing. <clears throat> private gym. They they built that gym just so like the steel athletes can come and when they're in town work out and film footage and the lighting is fucking perfect. Did you take advantage of the lighting? I briefly, not not okay. as many as I'd like, but that was because okay. I was so focused on getting that pump. That yeah. those I love those machines. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have. Um, they they've they've got some pretty good shit in there, and everybody busts balls, and they're like, "Oh, why are you working out in Home Depot? Why are you working out in Lowe's?" You know, because you can see the racks and pallets and shit in the background, depending on what what angle you're filming from. But it is a huge fucking gym. They got dumbbells that go from five to I think a hundred. Um, they've got a bunch of plate loaded machines, a bunch of pin loaded machines. They yeah, got the cables, the, the lat pull downs, the seated, they got everything that you need to get a fucking pump. They got a couple of cardio machines. They got the step mill, right? The, um, Stairmaster yeah, type thing. Yeah, I almost busted my ass on. Was that your fault or the machine's well, fault? Ray was oh, distracting geez. me. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it was Ray's fault. Ray. Like one leg was going up the other. Ah. <laughs> Megan, what was your famous quote from Steel? That he broke my vagina. Megan <laughs> 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 broke her vagina and steel. Oh yeah! I was like, oh my god, I think I broke. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? That you're I do? doing the fucking machine where you got to like put that. your leg up. I don't even know how to use it. Yeah, but yeah, you, that was a great. Word. We got done. She was like, yeah, I think I broke my vagina. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stretched that muscle in a while. <laughs> There's cobwebs though, in that area. <laughs> so she needed some WD forty. <laughs> All right. Listen. Listen. Friday night. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fast forward because nobody really. At the end of the day, they probably don't oh, really care about shit. our trip, but. Friday night, we all met back up again, and we had plans to go out on the town and to fucking turn up. <laughs> little did we know that we were all fucking exhausted. Exhausted, bro. Bro. But there was a little something that happened prior to me meeting up with you guys. I'm in my room in oh, the yeah. Ritz-Carlton, Sarasota. <laughs> fucking, it's $1,500 a night for a room there. I know that I stick out like a sore thumb. I know that people are pegging me like, why the fuck is this homeless looking motherfucker staying at the Ritz? Again, I know I'm trying I'm trying to paint the picture for you guys at home listening to this. Every single person that is at the Ritz is some rich, bougie fucking millionaire with a supercar that has a clean shaven face, pretty fucking haircut, pink fucking polo with khaki pants and so sandals. That's every dude there. Yeah. Then insert Robert Frank there. They're like, why the fuck is this dude here? So I'm in my room and I'm getting ready to meet up with, with these guys. I think we had like a nine o'clock meetup time. We were going to meet down at the Jack Dusty, which is the bar right downstairs in the Ritz. Megan was staying at the hotel at the Westin right across the street. So we all planned on, on meeting there because it was a central, centralized location. We can get a drink and then we can move on from there. So I'm in my room, and I'm very mindful and I'm very respectful of hotel etiquette. I know that the walls are paper thin. So unlike Alex, who had his Bluetooth and 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 his uh, big speakers and shit, he like I don't wheeled give in. A chat, okay, <laughs> he don't know what to talk about. I don't about give me. a chat. <laughs> I was playing music as I was getting ready to to go out. Yes. It was heavy metal. It was fucking growling. But if you guys have an iPhone, I had my volume at the center, in the middle, which is still loud enough for you to hear it, but 
it's not loud enough for your neighbors to hear it. And if they hear it, it's like minuscule. It, it would sound like you're talking or maybe the TV was on. I don't turn the TVs on when I'm in the hotels. I don't even know where the fucking remote control was. I have my phone playing. If I'm not playing a YouTube video for background noise, I'm playing music. So I had the music at half the volume, and I'm getting ready. And I'm pumped up. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go out. We're going to drink. It's going to be fun. I'm dead fucking tired, but I'm trying to motivate myself to have a good time. All of a sudden, hear a bang on the door. Boom, 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 boom. I'm thinking it's one of these assholes fucking fucking with me, trying to knock on my door 15 minutes early to rush me. Like, come on, bro. We're all here. We're downstairs. What are you doing? Why are you taking so long? So I looked through the people because I was legit mad. I was like, these guys know that I said 9 o'clock, motherfucker. That means 9. Not 8.59 and 56 seconds. It means 9 o'clock. I looked through the people. It's security. It's like, what the fuck? So I didn't even have a shirt on. I just had my jeans on with my belt. Fucking my shoes were on. He didn't have a shirt on. I fucking opened the door. And he was like, hey, um, we got a noise complaint. Could you um, just turn down the noise? Uh, turn down the volume? I lost my shit. Because, again, I was being mindful. I was being respectful. You're going to call fucking security on me at the Ritz fucking Carlton and try to fucking embarrass me like a fucking peasant. So I turned the music down all the way to off and I just started talking in the room. And I was like, you fucking pussy motherfucker. Knock on my fucking door like a man and fucking ask me to turn my music down. You fucking asshole. I'm going to wait for you tomorrow morning for you to come out of your room. You fucking pussy. And then I was doing the math. I was like, all right, my phone was right underneath the TV. So I was staying in room 707. That has to be room 709 that complained because 705 would be by my bathroom, and that's not where the phone was, so they wouldn't be able to hear. So I was doing all this calculation in my head, and I was going to wait for them, and I was going to fucking, I don't know what I was going to do like if I saw them. year old woman. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and on top of that, dude, it was 8.45 at night. It wasn't like it was 3 o'clock in the morning. No, just been in bed since 7. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I get downstairs, and I am steaming hot. Oh, you cut a nice promo on them. I walked away. I, I was like, Ugh. So I go down. Now, we're leaving the next morning. And checkout is usually 11 a.m. And I asked Steele if they can get me a late checkout. So I'm not, because our flight wasn't supposed to be until 2.30 or something. Uh, 3 o'clock. Oh, we'll talk, talk about that. <laughs> so I asked uh, Steele. I said, listen, could you get me a late checkout so I'm not stranded? You know, my stomach. I need to be near a bathroom. I don't want to fucking use public bathrooms and shit. Like... So I go downstairs and I go to the fucking desk and this fucking Greek dude is like smirking at me. The whole, that's working behind the counter. He's like smirking at me the whole time. He's just got this like shit eating grin on his face. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? So he's like, you know, they're trained to like kiss your ass and like suck your dick at the Ritz Carlton. No matter what you do, like they're, they're just trained to fucking blow you. So he's like, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Frank, what can, we, what can we do for you? I said, hey, listen, I said, did my company put in for a late checkout for me tomorrow? I said, what time is normal checkout? He goes 11 o'clock. So I said, did they put in the notes for 11 o'clock for a, a late checkout? Because my flight isn't until whatever. I don't want to be stranded. So he's like looking through the system and he's all nervous and shit. And he's like. You are not the Robert Frank 615, are you? I said, 
Yes, I, I actually am. He goes, oh, what brings you here? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm filming. He goes, oh, how was your stay so far? I was like, you know what? Actually, it ain't fucking good. I said, what kind of motherfuckers do you have at your hotel that will call security on someone who had your phone? And I was cutting a promo oh, on this dude. Mo. I was like, I had my phone. And there's another dude that was working behind the counter with him. That, you know, black dude, like long dreadlocks. And again, everybody's super polite and, and has manners and shit. And I'm over here cursing up a storm. I'm cutting a yeah, promo. That's when I walked away. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. Outside. I'm like, bro. I'm like, what kind of people do you have at your hotel? That will call security before knocking on my door and saying, hey, bro, you know, my wife is sick. We're trying to get some sleep. We got an early flight tomorrow. Could you just turn your phone down? And I played for him the, my phone at medium volume. I was like, this is how loud it fucking was. I was like, I didn't have it on blast. I know walls are paper thin. I know I'm not being disrespectful. I know I stick out like a sore thumb here. So I already got a target on my back. I'm not trying to cause attention to myself. But dude, what kind of people do you have here that doesn't knock on your door and fucking talk to you like a fucking man? I was like, can you tell me which room complained? He was like, oh, Mr. Frank. Frank, you know, we can't tell you. The... I was like, all right. I was like, could you just tell me if it was 705 or I was like saying the room number because I was doing it in my head, which one it was. And <clears throat> anyway, he couldn't tell me, but he apologized a million times. He was like, I understand. I know you wouldn't be like that. And I was just fucking on fire, bro. Made it so uncomfortable that Ray walked away from me. Alex was taking pictures of me. <laughs> You sent me pictures of me standing at the counter yelling at the dude. But I was like, listen, it's not you guys. It's not your fault. I just, I want to know who it is so I can punch him in the face tomorrow morning. So he ended up giving me a late checkout. Didn't charge me anything extra that I know of, which is very nice. Because usually it's like an extra 500 bucks or something for late checkout at the Jeez. Ritz. Um, but at least we had kind of like a home base to hang out before we had to go to our flight. And then we left for the airport. Somebody else take over. I'm out of breath and I'm fucking... My heart, my my uh, my blood pressure is probably through the roof again. Thinking about the cocksucker that fucking called security on me. It was May Young. You reached out to me. You were like, yo, I'm going to wait for them. I'm like, come on, bro. Chill was like, no, fuck that. I'm waiting for them. Like, yo, you're bugging. I'm going to pour another shot, but Megan got this one. What happens at the airport, Megan? What, our four-hour delay? Go for it. It, it. Details. No, it was more than four hours. Well, it was, right? What was it first? Like two hours? Our flight was supposed to board at 2.59, and then they changed it to 4.45 because Newark, where we were going to be landing, there was like tornado, tornado warnings, warnings or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and the guys didn't tell me that there was a tornado. In, where was it? Howell or Jackson or Jackson. something? Jackson. Like, they waited till the plane landed to tell me that. <laughs> Yo, on the plane... Oh, no. Yo, Rob, on the plane, <laughs> did you sit next to this shit? Did you get the bro. handy? Did you get bro. the hand? Were you on her left side? I was on her right side. Oh, you were on her right side. So, but, yo, there was a couple of times where, like, a, so, before the plane even take, took off, the pilot came on and was like, look, there's going to be turbulence the whole way. Megan immediately looked at me, and I was just like, we good. They were like, yeah, turbulence the whole way. A guy got off the plane. I know, I'm like, immediately. Is my sign? <laughs> he grabbed his guitar and got off the plane. She was like, wait, 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 what? Why is he getting off the plane? And I was like, we're good. She was like, wait, but the pilot, uh, she was like, no, the flight attendants aren't getting off, so we're good. I was like, Megan, it's, it's, we're good. Like, they have to stay they on. They have I'm to like, stay on. Like, don't tell me that. Hang, hang on a second. Let, let, me, let me breeze through this. We were supposed to board at 259. At 4.45, it changed on the board. So we had like a two-hour delay. Then at two at 4.45, they started calling for boarding for our flight. 
people were getting onto our flight and then they were asked to get off the fucking plane because an announcement came over that the FAA fucking said that it wasn't safe to land in Newark because of fucking tornado warnings. Now our boarding time is 8.45 p.m. Another four-hour delay. You could hear the air come out of the airport in our section because everyone is like, are you fucking kidding me? Now we're stuck at the airport for another four hours. So... Anytime that I got up to walk around to either go to the bathroom or get something to drink, I could see people, one person would like recognize me and then they would tell all the people that they were with. So we had fucking lacrosse teams coming up to us. We had rowing teams coming up to us. Mm -hmm. They're asking me to fucking cut promos for them, like in front of the whole airport, which made me super uncomfortable. The funniest part. You said, I, mommy, don't stop me on on video for me. Rob's luggage. Book me for a cameo, bitch. (laughs) Rob's luggage was too heavy. And he had to pay an additional $100 for his luggage. Oh, yeah, because it was 50. So the same chick that fucking made him pay for his luggage came over and tried to talk to him. (laughs) Hey, can I get a picture for my kids? I heard you're a wrestler. No, I'm not a wrestler. Yeah, he was like, you're the same one that charged me for additional money. Yeah, I called her out on it. I said, yo, you're you're the one that charged me an extra hundred bucks for my heavy. I'm just doing my job, and I understand that. Bro, I'm not trying to be. She fucking started going on a rant about turbulence and fucking plane crashes. I was like, Megan is having a panic attack. Megan's looking at her like, bitch, what the fuck? I said to her, I'm like, I'm the wrong girl to be. Yeah, I literally looked at her like, shut the fuck up. And she's just going on and on about planes crashing and why they got to check the weight and the balance of the plane. I know. I was like, yo, you are not helping the case. She didn't read the room. And we told her, we were like, yeah, our friend here is a little nervous about flying. (laughs) She kind of kept fucking Kind of pumped the brakes on this conversation. We kind of gave her the hint and she was like, oh yeah. Oh man, it's going to be bumpy up there. I was like, yo, could you shut the fuck up? She was the worst. (laughs) So we get on the plane finally after hours and then the pilot makes an announcement. Hey guys, listen, it's going to be a fucking bumpy ride. So then some kid got scared, which again, I I was scared in the beginning when I flew to, and I may have been that dude that would get off the plane, but this dude demanded to get off the plane after the fucking, the, the plane doors already closed which yeah. is like a big no-no. Yeah. So they had to get clearance through the FAA to let this guy off the plane. He refused to fly. He was scared. <laughs> and Rob, Rob texts me, there's a, a blackjack dude hold on, as our pilot. Hold on. The pilot comes out of the cockpit. <laughs> yeah. I was in the aisle seat. He was heated, bro. He was yeah. probably early to mid-30s, jacked fucking black dude. And he comes out and he he like snatches the fucking uh, microphone, and he goes, "Anybody else that wants to get off the plane, get off now." And then he like hangs the shit like, up. I love my life. You think? Well, that I was after. Fly? That was oh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. he made two me. different announcements. Oh, yeah, because Megan because after he over there because after he came out, Megan looked. She looked. Up, she looked over at me and she was like, "Oh my god, this nigga's flying the plane. I gotta get off." I said, "No, we good." <laughs> We good, don't worry. Don't don't we good. So she was like, Aren't whites normally pilots? I, I did said, not yeah, we say you, that. You didn't say the whites. What? Uh, He's Megan. Mother Goose over here <laughs> telling stories. I did not say that. So then about five minutes after he made the announcement of everybody who's scared, get the fuck off. He gets on the microphone and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, after the kid gets off the plane, he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, listen. I 
would not be flying if this was unsafe. He said something he to, like, along the lines. I love my life. Of, I good. love my life. Yeah. I love my family. I I'm not fucking. I'm I'm not gonna kill you guys. Yeah. It's gonna be a little bumpy at times. But that was some real shit, bro. That made I think that made everybody like oh yeah okay. like all right he knows better. what he does. Yeah. Yeah. But there were times where it felt like we were driving on gravel. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that like rumbling feeling yeah. that, da, 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 da. Yeah. but there was a lot of time yeah. where it was smooth. They had the cart service come out when shit is really fucking bad. The, the stewardesses and, and like the flight attendants and shit, they don't even roll the cart with yeah, the drinks and shit. Well, that's seat, when chilling. I chill out when I see the stewardess come out. Then I know it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool. Most of the ride actually was pretty good after they announced that and he apologized after. He's like, I'm sorry, I just have to go by whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was like, listen, this was a lot better than we thought. We landed a little bit earlier than we thought. But as we were getting off the plane, the pilot, he was like hanging out like in between like the cockpit and like the regular common area as people were getting off the plane you know he's thanking everybody like you know have a good night have a good night thanks for flying with us whatever he looks at me he goes bro i've been following you for years i love your shit i wasn't gonna let you die i was like my man baby let's go <laughs> but yo there was a part uh point during the flight where it was a little rocky and oh, megan would fucking jump and look at i'm like yo and I, I would just go like i was like we're oh, good and dude. i would give her like i would give her like a pound but she got a little real for a second, and Alex took out his phone, and Megan gave him the nastiest look, and then turned her head into the window, and she was just like looking into the window, and I was just like, "Yeah, all right, Alex, she's she gonna fucking karate chop somebody." When I'm I was, panicky, I'm not nice, so I just don't talk to anybody. I was getting selfies of Ray and Alex like, <laughs> like this, and Megan is turned like, I was "Oh my way, gosh!" Yeah, the gas every every movement the plane made that was like, when I was. Outside like, of normal, she she looked like she had IBS. She was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I had to keep looking over and, and like I, I just kept giving her right. We just kept yeah. pounding each other, and I would be like, I kept saying, "Yo, we're good. Uh, we're yeah, good. it's cool." He, gave it's you, cool. he it's dabbed good. you up like eighty times. I was yo. like, "Yo, we good. We good." Though. I was like, "We're good. It's okay." <laughs> Make yo. So I met Rob. Perfect no example. Sitting next to me. Perfect example. <laughs> Breakfast. Yeah. With the birds and Megan and the birds. Oh yeah. The fucking bird. So imagine a plane. Imagine the plane. Oh my god. FYI, I, if any of you Patreon members or anybody out there in Pockets Land gets a chance to um, go out to eat with Megan outdoors, just make sure there's no wildlife around because no birds. She's, you would think that there was a fucking pterodoc, the pterodoc yeah, yeah, yeah. landing at the table. These little like finch, you know, I birds. I have an irrational she, fear of birds. Oh, okay. Dude, bird would be twenty feet from her, and she would jump out of her seat. Ah! You would, you would think like, you would think that it was a turkey vulture flying yes, down. Yes. It was this little three inch fucking bird that just wanted some scraps and shit. Just like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. That's why I disappeared for so long. I was like, I can't deal with this shit. I'm, I'm just and, okay. and, and big shout to Alex for um, altering my state of mind for um, what eight hours. Jesus was it about eight hours. What was eight hours? Where I was the edible, just like, the edible. Oh, you were done for like eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me Fuck give everybody you. context. All right, this is a five hundred milligram bag, forty-five to fifty milligrams per piece, a full piece. I'm on a piece and a quarter, maybe piece and a half. He takes one half, 
because I told you to take a little bit less. And I was, I went up and I came down. I was functioning all day. He was still high off of that half piece. I'm just. I ate it at 11.45. 8 o'clock, I was like, ooh, I'm so little tingly. <laughs> at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Poor guy. Woo. You weren't hearing anything. No. No. But no. you were vibing. I, I was, I was. And Big Shots, what was the, the waiter's name at the uh, restaurant? Teddy? Teddy. He had to come uh, back like five times because you didn't read the menu I yet. didn't. <laughs> you were just happy because Teddy was like, ma'am, can I see some ID? I was like, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hair Teddy, piece, Teddy. Yeah. yeah. Teddy, Teddy's like, let me see what our address is so I can see. Oh, my God. It's creep, actually creep my on old it. one. Good luck, Teddy. Yeah, let me creep <laughs> on it. But, yeah, it was a good time. Listen, it just felt good to be away. In nice warm weather, enjoy the sun. Warm, I got sunburned. One arm did. One arm. It, it, it was it was a good time being from away. driving. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I learned a lot about myself. Learned about too. Omegle. Don't oh, yeah. don't fuck with Omegle if you you don't no, see dicks. That's a lesson um, learned. That was funny. I just for did it you. for shits and giggles. I wasn't trying to meet anybody. Megan's on Omegle every fucking night. <laughs> for the yep. you for the I'm going to start going on there randomly at night and see if I match up with her. Say, hey, Megan, what are you doing? Oh, oh this is the first time since Florida I've been on. I'm just she's bored. Gonna, she's going to come yeah, to right. the next episode like designer. she be like, where the hell did you get on? Oh, who knows? You know. Meanwhile, feet picks on Omegle. So. Hustle, hustle. Oh, man. Whatever. Wiggling the toes. The toes. <laughs> Well, you listen. wanted it for free. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been going for approximately two hours, guys, and I appreciate everybody who's uh, hung out with us on the live stream. Yeah. This was kind of like a Florida recap uh, uh, stream, just to like let you guys know how things went, a little behind the scenes stuff uh, that maybe you didn't see on Instagram or wherever everybody was posting their shit, and. Um, yeah, next week we'll get back to a regular, you know, regular show. And uh, we possibly have some plans this weekend. I know Ray is out of town, but we may uh, we may all get together again this weekend and have some more stories. I know Low Fat Pat, uh, Beard So Strong, and uh, Joey Bags possibly uh will be in attendance and we'll see we'll see what goes down maybe we'll make some more memories this weekend and we'll have some good shit to talk about uh alex is going to see the uh what the super mario brothers movie yep and um and but that's early enough where we could still probably turn up later on at night yes does anybody have and then we'll make a decision on the mailbag so for those of you listening to this uh expecting a mailbag uh right after this once we end this stream, we're going to have a little powwow between the four of us and see if we have the energy uh, to do a little mailbag because I know Patreon sent about 25 or so. Uh, we'll, we'll see We'll see what we have and uh, we'll make a decision. But if you do not see an episode 238 mailbag, don't worry. Next week, we will definitely have a mailbag for you. And if you want to participate in the mailbag, you have to be a Patreon member. $2 in the tip jar gets you access. Patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank 615. Does anybody here at the table have any last words before we close out the show? Sir. All right. Well, if nobody, Megan? No. No. Alex? Nope. No. All right. Well, for all of you uh, fresh and fit podcast listeners, if you guys are still here, Thank you guys for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed this show. This is for you. 
And we will got, see you guys in the next episode of the Glorious House of Gains podcast. We are out. Swallow is the goal. Size is the prize. It's game to clock, motherfucker. Let's go.